Welcome to Autism Knows No Borders. Discover what's possible when people impacted by autism inspire change and build community. Together with the Global Autism Project, here's your host, Rachel Harmon. Hello, everyone. This week, we are celebrating the two-year anniversary of the podcast, as well as the one-year anniversary of our online community. It's been an eye-opening journey that continues to surprise, inspire, and move us. We've learned so much from self-advocates sharing their experiences, family members talking about accepting their children's diagnoses, and professionals discussing best practices in the field of autism services. We've covered a wide range of topics, such as ableism, masking, the neurodiversity movement, intersectionality, disability rights, cultural humility, and international collaboration. A huge thank you to all of our guests for openly sharing your stories and educating us with your perspectives. Other team members who help make this podcast happen are our visual creators, Chung Tran and An Ngoc, our social media managers, Liz Castillo and Kia Burton, and our sound designer and editor, Mark Aliana. I feel like producing this podcast has taught me a new way of listening. Before starting it, I used to think I was actually a good listener. I would give people space to talk, try not to interrupt them, and be genuinely interested in what they had to say. However, at some point, I realized that I needed to change how I was listening specifically on the topic of Applied Behavior Analysis, or ABA. As many of you know, a lot of autistic people argue that ABA tries to, quote, normalize autistic people by forcing them to behave like neurotypicals, and a considerable number of autistics say they were traumatized by the ABA services they received as a child. Whenever someone would criticize the field, I would get defensive and self-righteous. As a behavior analyst, I felt an ethical duty to the field to discredit whatever the criticizer was claiming. I would immediately rebut with, that's the old ABA, no one practices that way anymore. We're trying to help autistic people, not change them. It's a science, so it can't be harmful. Anyone against ABA was wrong, and I was right. This went on for years. Surprisingly or not, it took another BCBA speaking up about their concerns regarding the field for me to finally look at those arguments differently. At first, the cognitive dissonance was extremely uncomfortable. I felt it in my stomach. How could the field that I had dedicated my career to, that I had completed hours and hours of fieldwork for, that I had spent thousands of dollars for grad school on, actually be causing harm to the very people I passionately wanted to help? I began questioning everything. I looked back on all of the children I had worked with in the past and examined if I had done any harm to them. Sleepless nights of feeling guilty led to an urge to take action. I stopped fighting the battle to be right, and I realized that, through the podcast, I had the power to shed light on these different perspectives. When I started to shift the way I listened and really heard the other person's concerns, opportunities for empathy and compassion arose. I was motivated to create a safe space where people connected to autism could feel free to be authentic and vulnerable without any fear of judgment or rejection. 
From this vision came our online global autism community. Flash forward to now, our community has been alive and growing for one year. Whether they're autistic individuals, family members, or service providers, our community members have the possibility to share insights, learn different perspectives, and gain momentum to create real change in their own communities. During this time, we've been hosting exclusive events like our monthly-themed virtual roundtable discussions, where community members can share their tips and perspectives on the topics that matter to them most. Most importantly, they continue to build strong relationships with each other and feel that they're not alone. A huge thank you to our community moderators who monitor posts daily to ensure that our online space remains safe and respectful. This last year, our moderator team included David Sharif, Jeff Snyder, Kia Burton, and Liz Castillo. Today, you'll hear directly from our community members about how they've benefited from engaging in our online space. In this episode, discover what's possible when community becomes family. We appreciate your time. If you enjoy this podcast and you'd like to support our mission, please take just a few seconds to share it with one person who you think will find value in it too. You can also follow us on Instagram at Autism Podcast, subscribe to our YouTube channel, Global Autism Project, and join our online community at community.globalautismproject.org. And now I present you the Global Autism Community. Hello, my name is Mary Johnston. I am from New Hampshire. My connection to autism is that I am a self-advocate and I decided to join the community because I am passionate about talking about autism as well as being autistic. I have gotten so much out of participating in this space, mostly the importance of friendship and communication as well as learning how to really grow and say what I care about. I would say any conversation or roundtable discussion helped me step outside my comfort zone and learn a new perspective, but maybe autism in the media, because with my blog, I am routinely doing that. My vision for the community is probably just helping us to grow farther. And if I had 30 seconds to explain why someone should join the community, it's because you will make so many new friends and you can really grow as an advocate. This is Corbin Havener, and I'm an autistic self-advocate from Fort Wayne, Indiana, and I joined the online global autism community as a means for uh, meaningful discussion and collaboration with the autistic community at large. And amongst this collaboration, I have gotten helpful feedback in building my webpage to promote my intended services for career advocacy for the autistic community to help address some of the difficulties that we may experience in finding meaningful employment. In terms of conversations, I wish I would have gotten here, you know, maybe just a month earlier because I know the discussions on dating and relationships, I feel like would have been, you know, great benefit for me as um, it is something that, you know, I am certainly looking for as an autistic person. And for anybody that's looking to join, I'd say this is a collaboration space, not only between autistic people, but other autistic advocates and professionals in the field. And this is an opportunity for our voices to be heard by people who, by listening, can make a difference. Hi, 
My name is Colleen Dorsey, and I am from Massachusetts in USA. My connection to autism has many connections now. I started as a lead teacher of students with autism and did that for eight years. And this past year, stepped into a mentor teaching role, mentoring other teachers working with kids with autism, as well as in my personal life, I've become a community mentor for many of my former students who are in the foster care system. Joining the global autism community came very natural to me with all of my involvement with the Global Autism Project, from becoming a Skill Corps member, as well as a graduate of Leadership Academy. I have worked closely with the Global Autism Project on social media and was very excited when we launched our new platform through Mighty Networks. I have gotten a lot out of participating in this space. I have attended as many of the monthly roundtables discussions as I can, and I've also made some beautiful connections with many of the members. I often get questions and comments where I'm tagged in, which further motivates me to engage more in the conversation. Speaking of conversations, every topic that we have discussed has provided me with more insight and knowledge, as well as increased my curiosity of how I can better support not only my direct autism community, but any of the people that I interact with and engage in on a daily basis, both professionally and personally. I have had many opportunities to have a conversation that in the past I might have been more apt to give the safe and comfortable answer, where more recently I have found myself finding moments to further open the conversation to people such as my colleagues when they ask questions about autism. One of my favorite questions I was recently asked was, why I didn't wear blue every day this month in April? Coworkers of mine that have worked with me in the past know how passionate I've been about Autism Awareness Month. I always rocked the blue and I always received or gave out gifts, including the puzzle piece. I bring this up because I've had a lot of people ask me about this and I've used it as a great opportunity to have an open conversation about what all the colors and symbols have meant to the overall community, both those outside of it, directly inside of it, with autism or with a loved one with autism. I find that these conversations have been really great because they have allowed me to help support everyone in just having more of an open mind and especially open ears to the conversation and reminding them that there is truly no right or wrong. We just are all here to love and support and welcome each other. My vision for the global autism community is for it to be just as it is, to continue with the same great quality and for it to grow to a much increased quantity. The community in this space is beautiful and safe and welcoming, as well as educational and encouraging. My favorite part about the community is all of the amazing members and adults with autism that facilitate and lead each group and activity. I have learned so much from my autistic peers, and that is due to a large part of the connections I've made in the global autism community.
meeting them have further taught me so much as well as encouraged me to follow them on their own personal social media platforms. And I truly have learned so much just by watching and listening. Thank you to my fellow autistic peers that are such a big part of this community. For anyone listening and curious to why you should join this global autism community, I want to say this. Have you ever been so passionate about something and wanted everyone around you to truly understand it and believe in it with the power and passion and confidence that you do? Have you ever felt so strongly about something and wished others knew more or felt just as strong about it? I see this community as a place where you can have that conversation with the same strong passion and feel safe. It's truly a space where I just love to be and I want everyone that's truly passionate about autism and neurodiversity to come and just be themselves and be ready to learn. Hi, my name is Kia Burton and I'm from Atlanta, Georgia. I am a board certified behavior analyst and I have been working in the field now for over 10 years. It is such a joy of mine to be able to help foster meaningful lives for individuals on the autism spectrum. The joy that I'm able to provide as well as the impact that I'm able to receive is such a blessing and I truly enjoy what I do. I love the global autism community. I am one of the moderators in the community and it is such an amazing experience to be able to make so many connections around the world with such a vast array of individuals. I have gotten so much out of this space. It's such a safe space for individuals to be able to share their experiences and learn from each other. Even myself, I've been able to learn so much and it's just a wonderful walk that we've been able to create and you know foster such a positive and meaningful environment for individuals. One of the roundtable discussions that really helped me learn several perspectives was masking and authenticity. It was really refreshing to hear what masking meant to so many individuals and the impact that masking has had on them personally. That conversation, I mean, it was just amazing to be able to relate to others, learn from others. I really, you know, just kind of sat back and listened to the perspectives in that conversation. So that was definitely one of the roundtable discussions that stood out to me. My vision for the global autism community is growth, growth and connections. It has been a year and we have already made so many amazing connections with, I mean, incredible individuals that it's only going to get better. It's only going to be more impactful so my vision is just for us to continue to grow and continue to build these meaningful connections. So why should you join the community? Several reasons, but my top three, one would be connection, two would be impact, and three would be learning. Connection, impact, and learning. You are going to be able to connect with so many individuals that you will share experiences with that you won't even you know, know if you don't even jump in and try it. To impact the roundtable discussions, they have such a positive and meaningful impact on 
my thought processes and how I see things. It's an amazing opportunity for other people's perspectives and their walk of life to have an impact on you. And lastly, learning. There is so much to learn about so many people around the world. And it's just an amazing opportunity to be able to take in so much information and be able to learn and even apply that to your own life. The community is just that place to be able to discover so much. So yeah, that's why you should join. Hi, my name is Scott Edgar. I'm from Gallatin, Tennessee. I have autism. The reason why I thought I could join this organization is because I thought I could make a difference. If there is one thing I've definitely gotten out of this group, it's just having friends and family. One thing I've learned just from being here, I'm not alone. A lot of these people here have gone through the same hoops and hurdles as I I have and jumped through the same rings of fire. I would just love if more people from around the world had an awareness of autism and this place is the right place for you. If you want an autism family where we can all just love, laugh and cry and just be there for one another. Thanks for tuning in to Autism Knows No Borders. Listening to what our community members have taken away from our online space really motivates us to keep going. I'd like to take this moment to reset our intentions for the podcast. There are countless meaningful stories we still want to share with you. We're going to continue elevating autistic voices and do our best to make sure their perspectives are heard. The world needs access to these important messages so that together we can spread awareness, acceptance, and hope. We want to thank you for your continued encouragement. And if you're a new listener, welcome. We'll be re-releasing older episodes throughout the next few months so that you can catch up on any episodes that you might have missed. Are you a self-advocate willing to share your experiences and educate others? Are you a professional seeking to hear directly from autistic voices and improve your practice? Are you a family member hoping to support and empower your loved one? Whatever your role related to autism is, you can join our online global autism community to connect and collaborate with people all over the world. Sign up today at community.globalautismproject.org. Let's work together to transform how the world relates to autism. Thanks for listening. Take care. Tune in each week for engaging conversations of how people across the globe are inspiring change and building community. You've been listening to Autism Knows No Borders, brought to you by the Global Autism Project. You can find Rachel's notes for this episode and learn more about today's guests at AutismKnowsNoBorders.com. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe to the show on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. By doing so, you'll be helping us increase awareness and acceptance of autism around the world.